This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Hi, I'm Jillian Leonard. And I'm Michael Leonard. We're college sweethearts together for nine years and married for four. We have embarked on this journey together in hopes of impacting lives and changing the world one person at a time. And together we're here to bring you practical tips and applications to help you in your everyday life. Whether it be personal growth, finances, marriage, or your overall health, we've got you covered. So sit back and enjoy this week's episode of the Live Great Grace Podcast. Hi, everyone. Jill here and Michael of the Live Great Grace Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day. We wanted to really just sit down and chat with you guys about something that we have definitely experienced over and over and over again in our life. But we wanted to talk about resistance and how it really leads to resilience. Yeah, definitely. I know that, uh, you know, we all experience resistance in our lives. And a lot of times it can uh, really throw us for a loop and it can really, um, you know, damage us mentally. We're not sure how to uh, develop that resilience to be able to sort of push forward through that and break down that wall. So we just kind of wanted to talk to all of you about that today and uh, give you some pointers on, on how you can build up your resilience and, and be able to overcome those hurdles in your life. Absolutely. So I'm going to start and I'm going to talk about resistance and exactly what is that. You might hear that term and be like, I have no idea what that is. And resistance, well, and resilience is, you know, the capacity to recover from things quickly uh, when you're experiencing any kind of difficulties. Resistance is those difficulties that sort of come in your path. And we're just going to talk about like how you experience it, when you experience it, and how to really tell when you experience it. A lot of times when when you're coming up against resilience, which is hard things that are happening to you, it's usually when you're pursuing something great. Um, we usually experience a fair amount of resistance in our everyday lives. You know, that might be something as small as like getting a flat tire or anything like that. But a lot of times when you start to pursue greatness or you're, you're working on a business or you're going back to school or you're just trying to you know, get back in the gym and get healthy a couple days a week. It's crazy the amount of resistance you will begin to experience. Um, anytime you're trying to go for something great, it's always like the enemy is out there to get you. That's kind of how we've always experienced it. For us, we, um, when we set out on this path, uh, you know, of starting our business and everything like that, we experienced a ton of resistance. Do you remember that, babe? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There was like a couple months where we had a flat tire for, it was like for four months in a row, um, you know, coming up with crazy bills that we didn't expect, just lots of things happening that were so out of our control. And it's usually when you are starting to experience any kind of breakthrough, you will experience resistance. And we had that happen just last week. Yeah, we did. We, uh, we woke up and uh, we had ants uh, completely covering our uh, pretty much our entire bedroom of our apartment. Yeah. And uh, so we had to move our bed out into the living room. And so now our living room is our living room slash bedroom <laughs> slash office slash office slash everything. And so it's just one of those things where, uh, you know, you kind of have one of two choices. You can either uh, look at it negatively and get upset, get angry wonder why this is happening to you, uh, kind of go down that route, or you can just go down the route of, 
just thinking it's just one more hurdle and that, uh, you know, resistance is life's way of telling you that you're moving in the right direction mm-hmm. and just sort of build up that resilience muscle. Because the way you do that is, is each time you go through resistance uh, and then you choose resilience to get through it, you build that muscle up even more. And so the more times you do that, the easier you can handle resi- uh, resistance. And so it's just building that muscle up over time. Yeah, absolutely. And let me just add in here. We are pretty clean people. We don't have any like kind of food in our bedroom. We maybe had a bottle of water and we woke up and it was just like an infestation of ants for no reason. It was crazy. And it was quite, quite a headache, that's for sure. But the night before we really broke some real ground with our business. We started taking any, all these ideas that we had started putting them pen to paper, putting a plan to them, really taking an action plan. And we really moved ahead and it felt like, you know, two steps forward and then this happened and it felt like a step back, but that is absolutely what it feels like on any kind of journey, especially any kind of entrepreneurial journey. You'll feel like you're really making headway in your business, but then in other parts of your life, things are happening that are out of your control. Um, and just some examples of setbacks or difficulties where you might experience some resistance. There's like definitely a scale. So small would be like I said, getting a flat tire medium is, you know, getting a bill that you didn't expect that was super, you know, a thousand dollars or more. And then big is being diagnosed with some sort of medical condition or something that's really out of your control. And, you know, the thing is about when you experience these setbacks in your life, it's really how you react to them. And that is really what builds up your resi- your resilience. And that's what Michael is going to really talk about is how to build that muscle of resilience and the attitude um, to move forward with. Yeah. I mean, when you're, when you're talking about resilience, you have to realize that when you come up against resistance, it's just life telling you that you're moving in the right direction. Typically when we're we're not really moving forward in our lives. We don't experience a lot of resistance because we've sort of settled into our comfort zone. And so most of our life is comfortable. And so we don't experience a lot of um, those types of resistances. It's only when we start to kind of challenge our status quo, so to speak, that we begin to experience some of those resistances. And, you know, like Jill said, it can be small, medium or large ones. And we just have to realize that everyone experiences some sort of resistance in their life at one point or another. And, we can't control what happens to us, but we can most certainly control how we react to it. And really the only thing that we have control of in our life is ourselves. So our actions and our emotions. And so when we choose to react negatively, it just compounds the resilience. And when we react negatively to a situation, it doesn't really help the situation. I mean, it may feel good in the moment to complain or to get angry, but it, it's a short-term solution for what you need is what a long-term solution. And so um, the best thing you can do is when you come up against resistance is you can ask yourself, okay, I'm experiencing resistance right now. So be self-aware. And then, well, what sort of solutions can I come up with to the, because the thing is, is when you hit resistance, it can seem like there, that the weight of the world is on you and that there isn't, really any sort of solution. But if you stop and just take a deep breath and calmly think about it, there's usually more than one solution actually to the problem. And so let's use the examples that, um, you know, Jill was talking about. So the small one of getting a flat tire, bummer, say you're on your way to work, you get a flat tire. That sucks. Um, 
you stop, you take a deep breath. Okay. I'm on my way to work. What, you know, I'm experiencing this resistance. Um, it's a, it's a setback, but how can I get through this? Okay. Um, you know, I have, uh, you know, car insurance, so I have roadside assistance. Okay. Awesome. Maybe you don't, um, Uber or Lyft, uh, you know, call a friend, um, you know, do I have a coworker that maybe could come pick me up? Um, you know, so there, you, you start to, you see, you kind of calm down and then you start to see that there's a, a whole, uh, bevy of, uh, solutions to the problem. And then, you know, the medium one, you find out that there's a thousand dollar bill you didn't know about. Uh, hopefully you have some sort of savings because that's what it's there for. Um, you know, if any financial sort of stuff, Dave Ramsey is great with that. He always says that you should have at least $2,000 of an emergency fund for that exact reason. And so if you have that, um, don't get mad that you have to spend a thousand dollars of your savings. Be really happy. Be happy that you had that there because that's what it's for. It's called an emergency fund for a reason. And sometimes things in life happen like that. And so you use that emergency fund. And so if you don't have that, say you're worrying, you're like, oh my gosh, say I live, I'm living paycheck to paycheck right now. I don't have a thousand dollars in my savings account. Um, you know, what are other options? Um, you know, there are other options to make money, you know, Lyft and Uber, as far as I was talking about for a flat tire, I drove Lyft for a very long time and I would drive Friday, Saturday nights only. And I would make about three, 400 bucks on a Friday and a Saturday night. Um, and not a very highly populated area. Um, so if you live in like a really populated area, say like a San Francisco or an LA or something, you can make a ton of money. Um, you know, you can also, um, you know, mow lawns, um, you know, have a garage sale, you know, sell stuff on Facebook marketplace or eBay. I mean, there's all sorts of things that you can do. You can ask to borrow the money if you have a family member and tell them that you'll pay them back, set up a payment plan. Um, and then as far as the last one, um, you know, being diagnosed with a medical condition, um, that one is the toughest one because the ones that are really big are the ones that hit the hardest. And so I've never personally had a, uh, been diagnosed with a medical condition, but I've had, um, friends and family that have, and what helps the most is having a positive support system. And so this is when your association is really, really important, um, because you want to have those positive people around you and it's hard in the moment especially when you're diagnosed with something or you're going through some sort of illness to remember what you're grateful for, but trying to remember the things that you're grateful for. And so if you do have that positive support system around remembering that like, yes, I have this that I'm going through in my life, but thank God that I have people in my life that are here to love me and support me. Um, and just try and remember those little things. Um, remember that, um, you know, whatever the illness may be, if anyone has ever, uh, you know, recovered from it, that you can too. And just sort of building up that resilience, um, you know, in all of those situations takes time and it, it takes, uh, you know, coming up against those resistances, showing resilience, and then breaking through to the other side time and time again to be able to build up that muscle. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, I would say that when you're experiencing it, when you're in sort of the muck of it, I mean, it totally sucks. And it's hard to see any kind of rhyme or reason why this is happening to you. But I will say that we have experienced resistance that has prevented like even worse things from happening. Um, there was a time when like, I got delayed in traffic driving to work and then I passed through it and there happened to be like a huge fire. Um, just things like that, just little things when uh, you think that you're being inconvenienced, but really you're being protected. 
Um, so anytime you're experiencing anything like that, it's just like realizing that to be, yeah, just to be grateful for what you have. Like if you get a flat tire, it's like, darn it, that's a bummer. Um, I'm going to have to call my job and let them know. But thank goodness I have insurance. Thank goodness that they're, you know, pretty fast and they, you know, they respond really quickly and I can get this taken care of or that I, I have insurance so I don't have to pay for it. You know, so it's, it's finding those things in the moment so that you don't spiral down because that's when you, you lose control is when you let your emotions definitely back off. And it definitely takes practice and it takes, it's hard to not react in the moment because a lot of times when you're experiencing experiencing things like this, you want to react with anger. You want to react with frustration, maybe take it out on your spouse or significant other. Uh, but you have to just remember that, you know, you can't really control things like that. But the most, the big thing that you can control is your attitude and how you react to it. So yeah. definitely. Yeah. I mean, it, it just comes down to your perspective and your attitude, like Jill was saying, um, because again, yeah, we're all going to experience it as, at various levels, um, you know, throughout our life and, and it's always going to be there. It's constant, you yeah. know? And so, I mean, the best thing that we can do is just, um, you know, and if you're not sure, if you're saying right now, gosh, you know, I, I that sounds great. Like I want to build up resilience, but, um, you know, I just, I don't know how to get there. Um, I would say find someone in your life or maybe someone, you know, who has experienced a setback and the bigger, the better and come through it and ask them questions. You know, if it's someone that, you know, as the far as the big example goes, who, who had some sort of illness and it was serious, but they, you know, broke through say, you know, how did you feel when you started to experience this and, and what got you over that hurdle to be able mm -hmm. to build up that resilience to fight your way through it. Um, because that's going to help you any insight that you can get from other people. Um, when your resistance does hit, you'll remember what that person said to you. And so, um, other people's resilience, let them theirs be your strength. Um, you know, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just ultimately, it just takes practice like with any habit and, uh, just kind of stopping, you know, immediately what tends to happen is we, we get emotional and we let our emotions kind of take control, but just taking a second to, to step back and almost try and step back outside of ourselves and assess it objectively because we're the worst person of kind of looking at ourselves basically. And so just trying to take that moment to kind of look at our, you know, situation and what's going on and, and just objectively say, okay, what, what can I do in this situation? How can I break through this hurdle or this barrier. Yeah, totally. So, I mean, when we experience setbacks the most, and I think we, we may have already covered it, covered this, but this is in the areas that you care about. Um, and you really experience setbacks and difficulties. And it's typically when you try to attempt any kind of change in a specific area. So like, for example, changing jobs or your health track or moving or something. Um, that's usually when you experience the most resistance. Um, some examples were uh, I was in a pretty big car accident in when was that November? Yeah, in mm -hmm. November. And it totaled my car. It was just a huge thing. But um, in hindsight, it actually really helped us because that car was totally paid off. And then we were able to buy a new car with cash. And it just was we were able to keep our um, debt from escalating or anything like that. And just overall, you know, it was a good learning experience of how to deal with 
you know, things when that happens. So now when it happens again, I'm like, oh, I totally have experience. I know exactly how to handle that. Um, some other resistance that definitely has happened to me is when I was on my, um, and still am on my, you know, uh, personal growth journey with strengthening my mind and, and getting rid of that negative self-talk that seems to always, when you're trying to silence those voices, they definitely ramp up. So it's just, it's like more positivity, more, more reading, more audios and podcasts and more, more positive things guarding your input. Uh, those, that's some of the resistance I've experienced. I don't know if you want to talk about yours, babe. Yeah, I would say that the biggest resistance I have is, um, I almost equate it to tug of war. So I'm, I'm sure we've all played this before. Most of the time it's when we're kids, but if you play adult tug of war, that's totally cool too. Um, and on one side is my past self. And so my past self was, uh, someone who used to have a pretty addictive personality, whether it be to, um, you know, marijuana or to alcohol. And then on the other side is the person that I ultimately want to be. And so it feels like it's a constant pull. Um, I'm definitely more towards the person that I want to be, but there's always that past mm -hmm. person trying to kind of pull me back into mediocrity. Um, you know, trying to say, well, you know, you don't have to better yourself today. Like you can take a day off. It's fine. There's no need to, you know, read today or to, um, you know, do this or do that. Why don't you just take, um, you know, the day off. And, um, then there's my self that I want to be saying, well, you know, you've gotten this far and, and what's gotten you to this point and changed you from the person that you used to be. Well, it was your daily habits and practices of wanting to become this person on this side. And so it's just that constant pull back towards mediocrity, I would say, um, because that's always going to be there. Um, anytime you grow yourself, you'll feel that kind of tension pulling you back to where you were. Because here's the thing, in the short term, it's a lot easier to just do nothing. It's a lot easier to just come home <laughs> after work and sit on the couch and watch TV and just kind of sit there and do nothing. That's really, really easy. But you have to think about in the long term, is that going to get you what you want? And so it's, you either do what you want that's easy in the short term and you pay in the long term or you pay in the short term by, you know, coming home, uh, you know, working on say your side hustle or your business that you have and, and you, you give up that time in front of the TV, but in the long term, you'll be so much happier. And so you just have to kind of always remember and have that perspective of thinking not just a day or a week, but think two, five and 10 years down the road, where do you want to be? And, and kind of to what Jill said is, is you just have to have the perspective because like when she was talking about the car example, um, that ended up being almost, I don't want to say a blessing, but it ended up working out and, and helping us out financially in a favorable way. And so when a setback or resistance happens, it's hard in the moment to think, well, in the future, how is this going to um, play out in a positive way? Um, because all we see is the negative now, but trying to have that perspective of that there's some sort of plan, uh, there's some sort of reason as to why this is happening will kind of put you at ease in a sense. Um, and especially if you've gone through it like that. So like when we have resistance now, we're like, there's a reason that we're going through this type of resistance, mm -hmm. but the only reason that we're at that point is because we've seen time and time again, w what's happened. So we hit resistance, 
we're like, oh my gosh, this is like a lot of resistance. We, we push through it. And then after we push through that wall, through that resilience, on the other side, we see why. And we look back and we see why that mm-hmm. resistance happened and the plan that it had in our lives at that point then. And so when you look at it, look back always after it, and you'll start to see and notice those kinds of patterns so that the next time you experience that kind of resistance, you'll say, wait, okay, this is familiar. Like this is here for a reason to teach me a lesson, something like that. And then you can have kind of that calming perspective when it comes to that. Right. It's like a muscle. That's Mm -hmm. how I really see it is that having resilience is like a muscle. And when we were in the middle of really diving into our personal growth, we were going through some tough things, some past stuff. We were working through things. We were working on our marriage, working on our finances, and we were right in the middle of it. And this was when we were, we had like the three or four flat tires, just back to back to back. We had like a couple bills pop up that were over a thousand dollars. We just had so much come at us. And in the moment I was like, this sucks so bad and talk about stress. And, but the thing is we didn't let it affect us from moving forward. We just kept our focus and kept our blinders on and we kept going because we were like, you know what? The enemy would love to see us give up right now because, you know, we are good people and there are good people out there. And when enough good people do good things, then great things happen. Um, but it's terrible when good people give up and they don't, they aren't able to fulfill whatever their destiny is. So now, you know, looking forward two years ahead now, whenever we come up any kind of resistance like that, if it's a flat tire or an ant infestation, we're like, okay, we are on the right track. Something is trying to hold us back. We have to press in, we have to keep going forward. So it's definitely a muscle that you have to, you have to use and develop over time and you have to prepare. So that means like having a savings, having a backup plan, having insurance and roadside assistance, because obviously Mm -hmm. we've had a lot of car drama, but you learn, you learn, like you learn from it and you're like, okay, that was not fun and less than pleasurable. I'm going to prepare for it next time. You work smarter next time. You're able to problem solve faster because you already have experience now in this area. So yeah, I would just say that it's a muscle and like, sure. And in the moment it sucks. And obviously we're not talking about anything with like having a medical condition or something come up. That's totally different. But there are so many stories of people who have been diagnosed with something and then completely turned their life around. My grandfather's a great example. Um, came down with, uh, which, which one is it? Prostate cancer? No. Well, yeah, that too. But, um, he came, he got bite diabetes and it was the kind mm-hmm. that, the kind that you get from poor diet and. Oh, type two. Type two. And he turned his life around. He started exercising and working out and he lost so much weight just by, uh, eating healthy, which was awesome. And yes, he is battling prostate cancer right now. So prayers are going over to him, but, um, you know, it totally changed his perspective on his body and how it, how it is really a temple. And it, he's in the healthiest point now where even though he is going through, uh, radiation treatments, he is in a very healthy state and healthier that than he would have been if it, you know, they caught this, uh, you know, X amount of years ago. Yeah. And I mean, actually, you know, now that you mention it, his perspective is very refreshing because, uh, I remember when he was diagnosed with prostate cancer, 
he said, you know what, Michael? He said, I've been on this earth for 84 years. He's like, I have lived such an amazing life. He's like, I've seen the world. I've done, you know, my life's passion, which is art. And he makes the most amazing metal sculpting. Uh, he's like, you know, I married the the woman of my dreams. Like I have, you know, a beautiful daughter. He's like, what do I have to be upset about? He's like, I've lived an amazing life. Mm-hmm. And when you can get to the point when you have that kind of perspective, like that is why literally that perspective is why he will fight and win his battle with prostate cancer, mm-hmm. like right there. Because so many the people, mindset. so many people will, when that happens, they will go and just, oh, my life is over. They give up. Yeah. They give up. Before oh, the battle. I can't win this battle. But, but his mindset and a lot has to do with his faith too. We have a faith. Obviously you don't have to have our faith. You can have any faith that you want, but his faith is very strong. And he just believes so much that not only has he lived an amazing life, but that he just knows that he'll be fine. And that's the kind of perspective of a winner. And, uh, I mean, it's just, it's kind of one of those things where, I mean, you really, I'm kind of a one or the other type of person. Like you have one or two choices when no matter what it is happens to you, whether it's little, medium or big, um, you can either just kind of roll over and just take it or you can get up and do something about it. And I'm always kind of just very black and white when it comes to that. I'm like, I'm gonna get up and do something about it kind of guy. I, I'm not, I don't roll over and, and, you know, just take anything. And and so, you know, are you going to, when resistance hits you, you know, a thousand dollars comes up tomorrow, you got a bill to pay. Are you just gonna, you know, roll over and and lay in bed and hide from it? Or are you going to get up and do something about it? And we know the people that listen to this podcast and the people that follow us or get up and do something about it, people. And so we're kind of preaching to the choir right now. Um, But just, you know, you've got two choices. And so get up, do something about it, build up that resilience and go out and kick butt. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And just prepare. You know, and we don't mean like have a bomb shelter, like prepare for the end of the world kind of thing, but be prepared. Like if you come up with a bill that is way out of your savings and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't have any money to pay for this. Obviously problem solved to figure out how to pay it, but then plan ahead, start saving, get better roadside assistance, get better insurance, start working out, start eating healthier. I think that it's important that when these things happen, that you react in a way where if they happen again, and it will happen, that is life, bad things will happen just as much as good things will happen. You just have to be prepared for them and not let the enemy get the best of you, not let your emotions get the best of you and freak out and raise your blood pressure and get angry and things like that. You know, it will help you keep your sanity. And that's also part of, I feel like being an adult, (laughs) you know, and being responsible. Yeah. These are things that you, you have to learn too. And, um, you know, some people may be out there saying, well, I've never really been taught this before. Um, well, I would say again, like find somebody, find somebody who's, who's battled, you know, resistance in their life or, um, you know, a books on resilience. Um, I know are great. Um, I mean, it, it's kind of this thing, you know, if you, a failure isn't a failure, uh, as long as you learn something from it. And so use the monetary example. So it's not a setback if you learned now, oh shoot, I had a thousand dollars of a bill come up. I had no savings. Okay. Well, from now on, I'm going to build up a savings account. Okay. Well then that's not a setback to me. That's a life lesson that you learned. That's a really valuable life lesson. Mm-hmm. Now, when it's 
a failure. I don't want to call it a failure because I don't believe in failure. Now, when it's a problem is when you have a thousand dollar bill come up, you struggle to pay it, but you learn nothing from it and don't save money. And you have the same thing happen six months later and you're in the exact same position. So when things like that happen and there is a lesson to be learned, if there is, sometimes there's not some things just happen and we can't really explain why. But if something like that happens, then take the proper steps to make sure that if that happens again next time, you're actually prepared for it. Mm-hmm. And and so that's the one thing I would say for that. Yeah. You know, what is this trying to teach you? That's the main thing. And you'll find that you grow a lot from going through the crap. Like that's honestly when the most growth occurs is when you're going through the struggle and it sucks and you're in the muck. And when you're going through it in that moment, you can't understand that you're actually being fertilized and there's water being thrown on you and it's giving you the good condition to grow through it. Cause you'll look back on it and we'll be like, wow, I am not the same person as I was a year ago. I actually handled it in X, Y, Z way. And it's funny because this is the hard part of personal growth that everybody talks about. Like that's the part that sucks is getting through the hard things. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) It's really easy when you're on top of the mountain, when life is great. You uh, you don't need any personal growth when you're on cloud nine. When you need it is when you're in the crap, when you're in the valley and it's raining and there's mud everywhere and life's throwing hailstorms and windstorms at you. And that's when you need personal growth. And so, um, but I mean, we both experience, we experience both, you know, there's times when life is great and we're on cloud nine and everything's just as good as it can be. But there's times when, it's really, really hard. And so you just have to have those positive habits in place. And that, I mean, really, it's all about your mindset. That's mm-hmm. what it all comes down to. Oh, I remember the analogy that I love that I think is so good. Hit me with it. God either hits you with a metaphor or a two by four. Truth. Yeah. And usually it's a two by four. It's usually a two by four. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that metaphor, that, that analogy and ever say it was a metaphor. I feel like it's always been a two by four. Yeah. When people have used that analogy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's like, yeah, it's mostly two by four. Yeah. It's like, like yeah. or they say real. it's your come to Jesus moment. Yeah. Totally. And our two by four was a bunch of ants. Yeah. Nasty. Yeah. I, I'm just going to throw this out there though. I really enjoy <laughs> sleeping in the living room. I don't know what it is about it, but like when you walk into, this is a total side it. tangent, sorry. But when you walk into, in your door, into your place and your bed is just right there, it's just like, ah, and you just kind of fall into it. It takes no effort whatsoever. So I'm going to start going on this campaign. And I had this in college when I lived by myself as I had my bed actually in my living room. <laughs> I'm going to bring bachelor life. I'm going to bring it back. Like I'm going to bring back the bed in the living room. So uh, I want you to Instagram comment if you're all for this. I'm going to start a poll tomorrow. Like if you would like your bed in your living room and think that's a good idea. And we're going to like settle this once and for all because I'm for it. Jill is definitely not for it. Yeah. So we're, we're going to end this once and for all tomorrow, but that was a total side. <laughs> very, se- very serious. So, topic. Uh, I guess I would ask you, babe, one last thing is, so people who are listening right now, who well, let's just say they're right in the middle of resistance right now, what would be the one thing that you would tell that person to maybe help them out and, and kind of let them know that it's going to be okay? Hmm. Just keep going. Just don't give up. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Just, yeah, keep on this path that you're on. You will figure it out. It's not going to be the end of the world. And tomorrow is a new day. And just like, 
if you have a faith, just say a prayer for the strength. And, or, and if you don't just say to the universe, I need the strength to get through this. And even just vocalizing, like, I am strong. I have the strength to get through this. It's, com- it's completely empowering. So I would just say, keep going. Don't give up. Totally. What would you say? I would say, remember back to a time when you experienced resistance before. And I would say the bigger the resistance, the better. And remember that you got through that. Mm-hmm. And if you can get through that, you can get through this. Yeah. And if you need a hug, find someone who will give you a hug. We'll tell you it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And just remember that if you've gotten through resistance before, you can get through it again. Yes. Like we're human beings. We're fighters. Like we're born to be fighters and resilient. So uh, I would just say, remember back to a time when you faced resistance before and broke through it and just remember that you can do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just remember the bigger the prize, the bigger the price. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. So just remember that and know that we're here with you. And if you guys want to share any of your stories, you know, we all hang out on Instagram. We're at live grit grace. Um, Come and talk with us there, you know, DM us and we will totally share uh, things that have helped us as well. So we love you all. Yep. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. Let us know uh, in the comments of Instagram, uh, you know, any questions that you might have. Um, you know, we always love chatting with everybody and then you'll see a poll tomorrow come about the bed in the living room. So, uh, I'm going to keep harping on this. So, uh, definitely answer that because, um, if you all vote yes, then Jill's going to leave the bed in the living room. No, I am not agreeing to that. (laughs) And if you guys like this podcast, you know, please like, and subscribe, share it on your stories. Uh, when people share it, I just want to cry. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so nice. So if you loved it, share it with your friends and your family. And we just love you all. And we hope you all have an amazing week. Yep. Bye.